Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. So it's Monday. As you know, Mondays we speak to award-winning CFP professional, speaker and author, Gerald. Good morning. Welcome to the takeoff again. Morning, Bogani. Morning, Nala. Morning, Nonuabo and the whole team. Yes, we've got an interesting topic today. Eh? <laughs> the, 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 the first question, right? At what age do you cut your kids off financially? And should you do it? Should you cut them off at some point? Bongani, I think this is a much deeper conversation in terms of how we view wealth as families. Because yeah. in some instances, you get someone who says, I want to leave an inheritance to my children's children. And if you are that person, then you never cut your children off because your whole family strategy is to keep the money in and grow it as a family. So there can't be an age cutoff. Yeah. Everyone has to just pull their weight. But in order to do a generational wealth strategy, the children need to be trained from when they are children that you're going to come into wealth one day and this is how you're going to continue to grow it. And you give them the tools and teach them. There's another wealth strategy which you're talking about, which is simply the independent wealth strategy that at 21, you're an adult, you've got your degree, good luck. And if you have that wealth strategy, it also speaks to your personal financial planning. In that Bongani, you can't now be saying you want a life insurance policy to leave millions for anyone. No, your whole life is designed so that you want to finish everything you've earned. Therefore, even when you retire, you go for what they call a living annuity versus a life annuity because you want to finish your money. Okay? So it's a totally different viewpoint. And our problem is that as uh, I want to black people especially, we don't have those conversations. I was about to say, what you're saying sounds great, right? But our parents, guys, didn't know better. So, so, so they didn't plan for us properly. And I agree with you that we need to obviously uh, support our kids financially. But how, we, how do we structure that in a positive way versus me just basically looking after you your whole, the rest of your life? I think it's important that we start having the broader money conversations as bigger extended family units. And that's where, you know, the family stock sales, et cetera, come in, because that's the first platform where you can actually say, what does this family stand for? Um, when someone is unemployed, do we support them? Do we not? If the family stock sale is there, then you start to, to, to seed it. Money is not, doesn't happen by mistake. Money is actually created with a very much um, thought through and focused strategy. And we need to start having those conversations. If you are in that situation right now, it's a mishmash. Because as Africans, we come from a clear and defined commonwealth strategy where the money stayed in the village, everyone stayed together, your heart was next to your mother's, and there was nothing of 18 bounds, you know? Everybody yeah. stayed in. Yeah. So we need to realize we're trying to marry two um, schools of thought in terms of a commonwealth strategy, which is our African heritage, with a Western philosophy, which is at 18 hamba, you know? And we need sure. to decide so, which so one do we Gerald, stand Yes. And now a listener called in and spoke about, you know, extended blended families. Now you have your child who has their wife and their children. Now you're even staying with grandchildren. Um, how far can you stretch this, you know, and as a parent, where do you actually draw the line? Look, as a parent, most times it's really when it starts to affect you, when you also can't eat because this person is with too many nganis roaming around the house. You know what I mean? But yeah. here's, here's a curveball. In the U.S., the, the bastion of Western civilization or Western money culture, children are not leaving home anymore. 
If you go to the U.S. right now, people are staying into their 40s, 50s. They're actually telling their parents, you know, it's been out. I'm just waiting for you to die. <laughs> right. You know? Yes. So yes. <laughs> we need to realize that there's no right or wrong strategy because they used to have that culture of 18 go. But now it's flipped the script. And even in the U.S. right now, especially with COVID, etc., this babe, this X generation X, Y is dead. They're saying we ain't going anywhere. And hence, right now, the U.S. is waiting for the biggest wealth wealth transfer in history as these people are waiting for their parents to die. Yo, so, yeah. so, Gerald, you are basically saying that we need to encourage, I guess, financial independence from an early age. And the, and the message needs to come from us, the parents. Well, it's not really a financial independence from an early age. It's, it's about teach your children what you want them to do. Don't mm. throw it on the child at 21, which is time to go. If you want them to go at 21... When you haven't prepared them. Yes. Talk to them every day at 21, and you know the child is prepared. But if you also are in that school of thought of, I want my children to inherit my business and to grow family wealth, then you also treat them that way. You create the family trust. You create that environment on the family trust constitution, which says if you marry the wrong side of the tracks or if you become a drug addict, we sign you out of the will. You know, all those things. It's not an accident. We watch it in the movies where the parents say, you know what, you marry that girl, it's over for you. You know, mm, <laughs> it's, mm, it's because mm, it's, it's a way of con- constructing your family and managing your family values. Perhaps we need to have family constitutions and family values where we say, okay, this is how we're going to work. We're going to form yeah. a family trust, etc. But this conversation is for individuals. Unfortunately, individual families decide which path they want. But in, in terms of the age of majority, I would say once your child has an under- undergraduate degree, they are equipped for life. Technically, they should be let go out of the nest. <laughs> but Gerald, then, Gerald yeah, life yes, happens. Uh, life happens, and sometimes you will you will go to varsity, and then you'll come back and want to either continue studying or change a career path after having worked uh, for a couple of years. But that mustn't uh, be your parents' problem. Cases. Yes, no, no, no. I, I totally no, agree. In, in those cases, sometimes you do need help. No, life, life and does going happen. Back to home. But when you do go back home, it must be with T's and C's. It must be going back home whilst you pick yourself up, not going back home so that you undress and you take off your slippers and live forever there. You know, so okay. it, it, it comes with seasons. Is it gonna, life has happened. COVID has happened. You've lost your job. You've been retraced. Come home. But I mean, you're going to stay for three years. Three years and one month, you're out. You still maintain the same rule you maintained when you said bounce. You can't have, you know, um, shifting goalposts. And that's, yeah. how, that's our problem right now in that we don't have defined strategies. Therefore, anything goes. And unfortunately, it does mess up families. And Bongani is in that situation where he's like, I will love my mom. She needs to enjoy my success. I'm coming out on TV. On but I'm not water. paying for my brother. <laughs> but I'm not paying for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, this could go on forever. Thank you so much. And, of course, you can catch Gerald on Twitter at AskGeraldCFP if you want to go and continue the conversation. He actually tweets back during the show and he'll answer back. So thank you so much for chatting to us. We'll chat to you on Monday again. Eh? Awesome, awesome. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you, man. And I hope my kids were listening because as soon as you finish, you out. Jamie, I know my way, and I've got no time for you and your problems. No, no, no. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.